Welcome to Dr. Eric's Relentless Vitality Podcast. Our focus is on optimizing physical and mental vitality, maximizing performance, and extending lifespan. Dr. Eric is a licensed physician with a wealth of expertise in age management and preventive medicine, whose goal is enabling his patients to stay young, feel their best, and enjoy a higher quality of life. All right, guys, it's Dr. Eric, the fitness physician here with another episode of the Relentless Vitality Podcast. I've got an awesome guest today, a friend and a colleague, Leonard Pastrana. We're going to be talking about all kinds of good stuff today. This is going to be part one of a, a two-part series. We're going to be talking about uh, brain and body optimization, what we're doing in the world of nutrition, lifestyle, peptides, health and hormone, uh, peptide optimization, and much, much more. Hey, Leonard, welcome, man. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. So yeah, we were talking offline and a little bit yesterday about some of the things we're doing. Leonard and I are, um, we're, we're very similar in the fact that we both like to uh, mix things up and do a lot of self-experimentation. He does a lot of things that I do as well. Like I tell my patients, I'm always trying things on myself before I recommend it to my patients. I'm kind of my own guinea pig and I uh, like to mix things up and try different protocols. So uh, Leonard is uh, down in Florida. Um, and so, uh, Leonard, man, just uh, I know you've probably done this before on other podcasts, but I guess give my listeners a little a, a quick a quick review if you want. Tell me like a little bit about you, how you got into this space with your company, and then we'll go from there. Sure, um, I uh, I'm a pharmacist actually. I you know traditionally um, I had a traditional pharmacy job at, at the beginning. I worked at re- retail pharmacy. I didn't didn't like that too much. I didn't like working in a in a factory and just pumping out drugs as fast as I can and seeing people get sicker and sicker. Uh, so I got kind of fed up with that. I worked there a little too long. And then I went into more of a clinical role working in a hospital pharmacy as a clinical pharmacist. And that was a lot more fun and a lot more challenging, but I got to see the consequences of what happens when you just you know, pump out prescriptions all day long and you're not helping people make any type of lifestyle modifications. And, um, and I kind of went away from healthcare for a while. I got into, into marketing, starting different businesses, got the entrepreneurial bug. Um, but what brought me back into this space was a friend of mine who had a small, kind of like a health and wellness boutique type pharmacy, more focusing on preventative medicine. And um, he was telling me about, you know, a new kind of class of medications. It wasn't a new class of medications, but something I wasn't familiar with at the time um, that was really helping a lot of his patients. Um, and it was peptides. And specifically, he was talking about a specific one that was helping with uh, BPC, helping with people's guts. And how he said, you know, it, it's, it's really interesting what a, pharma- a pharmacist can tell, um, you know, what's working and what's not working, because we, we see, you know, what's being refilled, we see the patient coming in time after time, and we see the differences of what one doctor is doing compared to the other doctor, we see some patients getting better, some patients not getting better. And um, he wanted to kind of put a program together with some local docs, and he knew that I had um, started doing some things on social media with marketing. And I had, of course, a medical background. And so we decided that we're going to put something together. And that's when I, 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 I started doing, it was more market research, but I started going through the uh, A4M peptide certification course. And I was specifically just going to be looking at this one, I was just doing research on this one peptide. But when I, when I took the course, I just like absolutely fell in love with the concept of peptides, the concept of regenerative medicine. Um, you know, it just, it was a, it was a different, completely different world for me. You would think, well, you're in medicine. It's, it's just another form of medicine. It's not, it's a, it's a completely, completely different world, completely different philosophy. And I just, I really loved, um, you know, how uh, we were looking at things on a cellular uh, way 
and how we were integrating that with other lifestyle modifications and nutrition and exercise and how you can synergistically, you know, incorporate all these things together. Um, and we started, uh, like you said, experimenting on ourselves and our friends and family and working with local physicians. And we got really good and we had a lot of fun putting protocols together for local physicians uh, to improve patient outcomes from anything from, um, you know, weight loss to cognitive function to repair and recovery. And it kind of formed into its own thing organically, where we decided to create something called New BioAge, where we, we work with a, a network of, of different pharmacies that specialize in um, optimization type compounds and putting protocols together for practices, depending on that practice and depending on what their goals are, and just helping put together great plans that incorporate not only peptides, but other compounds but also include supplementation, uh, education around nutrition, uh, exercise science, and how they could put together programs to really optimize their patients. And, and that's what we're doing now. And that's what new BioAge is. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Awesome, man. That's a great intro. I love it. I love it. And uh, obviously I've uh, used some of your products already too at Neo BioAge and been pretty happy with it too. So I think Leonard, uh, so you did the, uh, got into peptides, I think through A4M and I did it through the, um, uh, with the uh, International Peptide Society, same kind of thing. They're they're doing they're linked back back when they were doing that, and now um, Dr. Seeds, the starter of that, uh, has his own group called SSRP, and that's that's how we met. Uh, for everyone listening, we met at the SSRP, and we've got a, a conference coming up soon. We're actually going to finally meet in person, I guess, but we've, we've talked before. But uh, it's kind of the new iteration of what the um, International Peptide Society was before, and and uh, yeah, I agree completely. You know, I was always into the started out doing hormones and health optimization, like you said, but the peptides uh, kind of took it to a whole new level. And now with all these new, new um, therapeutics, peptide mo you know, molecules, such as ketones and butyrates, and uh, it takes it to a whole, whole nother depth, which is kind of cool. So um, yeah, yeah, man. So I mean, I don't know about you, but I guess maybe you could tell, uh, talk about, I guess when you were talking about earlier with, you know, you know, what's working based on what's being filled, but I guess what you could talk about a little bit what you're using a lot of and what you're seeing success with. I know for my patients above me on the hormones that, you know, I do obviously a lot of thyroid and testosterone, progesterone, estrogen, et cetera, um, and supplementation. But I think probably my top, top peptides that I use, of course, are the uh, growth hormone uh, releasing hormones like CJC, apimorelin, uh, and testimorelin and BPC is probably, probably the top out of, out of them all because it's so safe. And I've got so many patients on it. I've used it myself works tremendously well. And of course we're getting into a lot of patients that they can afford like, we could talk about things like mod SC. Um, we could talk about, you know, five amino one MQ, things like that. I've done some videos on these before, but uh, tell me, what about, uh, what about you? What are you doing with some of your other uh, uh, patients and, and groups? What are you seeing? Well, yeah, like you said, um, we have a lot of tools in our toolbox, you know, you, you, you just named off a, a lot of different things. And that's, what's so great about this is that there isn't any one, you know, cookie cutter protocol per se that you can put out there that's going to work for everybody. Everybody's in a different stage of their optimization or health journey. Uh, some people are coming to us uh, extremely obese. Some people are coming with really uh, bad immune systems. Um, some people are coming to us that are in, in great shape, but they just want to get to a different aspect. And that's what's so great about having all these compounds, all these peptides, uh, because you can really put these together um, in a way to really optimize patient outcomes. And, and like you said, with a group like, you know, SSRP, it's, it's, there is, it's like you said, it's the accumulation of, of 
you know, IPS, A4M, um, integrative medicine, cellular medicine, functional, well, they call it cellular medicine, functional medicine, precision medicine. It's putting all these tools, all these things that we have together to create these, these, these protocols. And, and that's why, you know, my favorite place to get educated is, is SSRP, just because you're, you're learning things on a cellular level there. It's going deeper than, you know, than, than anywhere else when it comes to understanding how to utilize these different tools, because it is an art. And that's why it's so important for uh, patients or clients to have a physician like yourself that's educating themselves um, in, this, in this manner, because there's so many different tools, but it, it really counts on how you put them together. But like you said, um, I, I, I agree with you, uh, CJC, the growth hormone peptides are probably one of the most uh, popular uh, for, for great reason. Uh, the thing that I love about peptides and the thing that got my attention, remember when I was saying I worked in uh, when I, in retail pharmacy, I hated the fact where somebody was put on a drug and I'd say like 90 something percent of the time they were told this is something that you need to take, you know, forever. And this is your bandaid for what you got going on. And when I was studying and learning uh, about peptides, it, that they, they work in a completely different way. It's, it's counterintuitive to the, to what you would normally think of a, a pharmaceutical or prescription type of medication. They work in a, in a modulating effect, a way where they're improving something and, and, and working on something so that your body can then do it by itself on its own. It's not something that you're going to take continuously 12 months out of the year. It's, it's, uh, it's a completely, completely different model. And so something like growth hormone peptides, if you would think about, um, you know, what, What's happening in your body when you're younger? Um, why are we so much more efficient when we're when we're younger? If we remember when we were when we were at an earlier age in our lives, we would uh, tweak something in our knee. Two days later, it'll be better. You can go out drinking all night. You can wake up two hours later and go to you know go to work and be no problem, right? You know what 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 changed? And if you take a look at what was going on when we were younger, we had um, a lot better growth hormone release. We had um, a lot better NAD production, um, and so a lot of these peptides, especially the growth hormone secretagogues are improving exactly that exactly what we had when we were younger. Uh, when you, you know, starting around the age of 30, you start secreting a lot less growth hormone. Um, and it's going to work with anything from fat loss to uh, so muscle gain to cognitive function to sleep, all these things that we did a lot better when we were younger, that's what we're improving. And so that's why you see them um, having the effects that they're having and, and be as as popular as they are. Um, so I agree with you on that, CJC epimoralin, testimoralin, those that are really um, improving your growth hormone pulse um, are really, really effective for a number of different types of protocols and strategies. Uh, the other one that you mentioned was uh, BPC was probably the most common one. And I think the more um, popular way of thinking of, of BPC or what you hear about more is more of like a repair and a recovery type of thing. Um, a lot of people use it during injuries. Uh, a lot of people are using it preventative. Um, but something that people don't talk about a lot uh, about that when we're using it for like some type of a weight loss strategy or um, an optimization type strategy is that it improves growth hormone receptors. And so, you know, you can work synergistically with something like BPC and growth hormone secretor drugs where you're improving the pulse and the amplitude of your growth hormone secretion, um, but then improving uh, growth hormone receptors as, as well at the same time. So that's why those two work uh, synergistically. And then the other, the other thing that BPC is most known for is, is its effects on gut health and the fact that it's actually an oral available uh, peptide. And so that's what brought me into this industry was um, going into a pharmacy and speaking to a pharmacist that was 
that these were these peptides were improving the the gut health of their of their patients um, dramatically. And you can tell because they were refilling it while they would discontinue other things. That's the one thing that they stayed with because that's the one thing that they noticed was making the biggest the biggest difference. And um, and we we both know that a lot of times when we're helping somebody lose weight or somebody's resistant to to, to weight loss, it usually has to do with some type of immune or inf inflammatory process. That if we can fix the the gut, um, things start to really turn around for the patient. So um, usually looked at as more of um, like a repair and recovery gut health type of uh, a peptide, but it can be uh, a really good tool for weight loss strategy as well. Sometimes depending depending on the patient. Uh, the other thing that you mentioned was, was MOTC, which is one of my favorites. Uh, it's a mitochondrial peptide. Of course, you know, in the, in the health and wellness, we hear a lot of buzzwords like mitochondrial function and mitochondrial dysfunction. And we, we're all in pretty much agreement that the I mean, mitochondria is very important. And, you know, dysfunctional mitochondria is a precursor of, of, or a marker of any type of chronic disease. It's usually a dysfunction in the mitochondria. Um, but the way that I like uh, utilizing uh, MOTC is that I feel like it, it's, it's definitely a performance and endurance enhancer. And, you know, when you get to a certain uh, space with, with somebody that's working to optimize and they're they're maybe they got, you put their, got their hormones in place. Um, they're utilizing peptides, they're, they're moving, they're exercising, they're getting new nutrition um, in place. Uh, the what's the what's the rate limiting step in them getting to the next level that they're trying to achieve and it's usually has to do with their training and how well they're exercising how well they're recovering and so that's why i like to to utilize something like matsi um, because it helps with performance and endurance you can really get the most out of those out of those workouts so that's what i kind of use to step on the gas per se and kind of take things to the next level so very effective uh peptides but you know one thing that i want to make you know pretty clear is that I've seen people use peptides and it not work. And, and, and I think that it's so important to realize that these things are doing some amazing things pathway wise on a cellular level, but if they're not combined with, um, exercise movement and nutrition and, 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 uh, stress relief and sleep, you're not going to see the benefits that you can potentially see. So this is like an all-inclusive thing. This isn't a magic, uh, medication or a magic pill. Um, it's very important to be to to be part of a, a program and a and a plan to to get uh, patient outcomes. Yeah, for sure, very well said, and I agree with you 100. And I I tell patients that all the time. I see a lot of guys and women who come in for hormone optimization, and I tell them same with peptides. I say, look, it's not a magic bullet. You can't just take this and sit on the couch and eat bonbons, and, and you're going to lose weight and get ripped. It just doesn't happen. You got to put in the work, you know. So, and um, you know, a great point too is what you mentioned earlier with the synergy. Uh, with BPC enhancing growth hormone uh, receptors and working well with the the, the growth hormone secretagogue. Same thing with like, again, I use a lot of, you know, obviously testosterone and other uh, androgens and things of this nature, but they all synergize as well, right? You know, growth hormone can help optimize your androgen receptors and help uh, facilitate muscle mass production. And the BPC helps with the growth hormone receptors. So they all kind of interplay in this little domino effect. It's really cool. Um, and to your original point, which I emphasize all the time when I do videos and posts on social media, kind of you know, everybody's different, right? And it's, it's very individualized. And that's why I get a little, that's kind of like my soapbox I get on. Sometimes I see so many people, you know, especially non people that are in a non-medical space talking about these protocols and they're like, oh yeah, just do this, this, this. And it's like, kind of like saying, well, just do paleo or keto. It's like, everybody's different. That's why, 
you know, you have to work with someone who knows what the hell they're doing, a, a physician or an, a, a pharmacist or an MP or someone like you, like us who've been trained, who know these pathways and the intricacies, because on the surface, it seems, oh yeah, it's so simple. Just do X, Y, Z. Well, it's really not. And it's, it's much more complicated and you can do harm if you don't know what the hell you're doing. And like you said, everybody's different and you may need different tweaks or different modifications if something's not working. And um, you know, you may need to cycle things uh, off and on, you know, you mentioned earlier about some people may not be, need to be on these things. And you and I were talking offline about how, you know, sometimes we'll stop things. You mentioned that you do that sometimes too. You just won't take much at all for a while and just to let your body do its thing once you feel like you're in a good space. And um, I get patients to ask me that as well. You know, well, how long do I have to take this? You know, can I stop it or can I get off this after a while? And I say, sure, of course you can. You can, you know, you may need it forever or some of these things forever, but some you may not. And when maybe we get to you to an optimal place, and you can dial back and switch to something else down the road. And I think it's just important to let, let patients be aware that, you know, we can mix things up. We could stop things. We can restart and we can, we could do protocol one, protocol two, protocol three, you know, or nothing and, and, and vary it up a little bit. I think the body thrives on variety, just like workouts, you know, and it's, it's good to let them know that. Absolutely. I think those are, are great points and points that I don't normally, you know, hear uh, really often. And uh, the way that I like to describe it with some people is like when they first come in, they have a lot of stuff working against them. You know, like, uh, you know, if you have extra fat tissue, um, you know, the, the toxicity of having extra weight, not being able to move or having lack of energy, um, there's, a, there's a ton working against you. Uh, your lack of NAD production, your lack of growth hormone production, um, your lack of energy. It's almost like you have somebody um, holding you back. You're trying, to, you're trying to push through a wall and something's holding you back. But when you can use a lot of these different tools to improve your growth hormone production, improve your NAD levels, uh, decrease fat tissue, increase lean muscle, now you have all these things working for you. And traditionally, what you've seen with um, other performance enhancers or other things is that you see people getting their, their, doing their best while they're on that substance, while they're on you know, taking that one thing. And I've actually seen people hit their personal best records or hit their personal best um, weight loss or body composition after going through one of these protocols. Because prior to the protocol, everything was working against them. And let's say they do like a three month course of uh, some type of peptide optimization protocol where they're using growth hormones and different uh, or secretagogues and different uh, compounds and they're exercising, getting their nutrition together out and they'll do that for three months. After three months, they now have everything, you know, working for them. They're burning more fat. Their, their metabolism is faster. Their body is more efficient. So I'll see them get to their personal best. Or I'll see them continue to get better um, after after something like this, because everything's working for them. Instead of having somebody in front of them, like pushing back on them, it's like you have somebody behind you pushing you forward. And, um, and like you said, I'll, I'll go, I'll go, you know, months where I just, I feel like everything is like fine tuned and everything's working for me. And I just need to continue uh, what I'm doing. And I'll be taking maybe some vitamin D, uh, like a couple of days a, uh, a week. And that's everything that I'm doing. And then sometimes I want to ramp it up and, and I'll do that throughout the year. So um, yeah, it's a different, it's a different message. I don't think it's one that you hear out there very often. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a good, uh, segue to, uh, talk about a few of the more advanced protocols that we're doing and you, you put together with you BioAge and I've been implementing, uh, as well. Some things, there's some, a lot of cool new studies coming out and, uh, talking about some of these things. Um, obviously, you know, for me, and you probably see this too, a lot of, you know, most of my patients are, you know, brain fog or they're tired or again, weight loss, fat loss is huge. Um, a lot of guys just want to maintain their muscle mass or sarcopenia is a big problem today, as we know, 
Um, but, you know, for example, I've got one patient who's, you know, a perfect uh, candidate for one of your new protocols, and he's been doing great on uh, kind of getting his health back, hitting some lifts with the help of some peptides like PPC and put on some muscle, increasing strength. But his biggest thing was to uh, lose, the, lose the fat, lose the love handles, right, and trying to trim up. And he's been doing an awesome job. We've been dialing it down. He's been losing it. But he's been doing a lot of these uh, rotate. I've been rotating him on a few of the peptides, but now it's time for like a, a kind of a back off phase. So we're going to do kind of more anti senescence uh, protocol where we'll flip him over completely, uh, take him off, you know, completely one of these peptides and, and go to something else. So love to talk a little bit about low dose of uh, the, the low dose leucine uh, compound that you've been working on. Um, we we both looked. Leonard brought this up, and uh, I found that we, we both have seen these studies. Uh, some interesting things with the low doses of leucine um, that can be beneficial for optimizing cellular health by improving the the CERT one and the NAD pathways, which we both talked about before with NAD. And the CERT genes are kind of everybody hears about being the quote unquote longevity genes and enhancing cellular function. We all need NAD. It's it's for the what fuels. It's the energy source of our cells, and there's ways we can improve that. Um, with certain compounds and with fasting and with uh, exercise, things of this nature. And most people think of leucine like the growth compound, right? You're loading up on leucine, you stimulate the mTOR pathway to stimulate muscle growth. I mean, it's been around for decades. Everybody knows you load up on your protein, you know, the bro science, right? Load up on the protein, get your leucine, pack on the muscle, right? But lower dose of, uh, of the leucine with a couple other compounds, I'm going to let Leonard talk about, um, can enhance cellular optimization, which can enhance not only fat loss, but kind of quote unquote anti-aging. Um, I, I don't really, not, not that we're stopping aging, we're slowing down the process. We're enhancing those cellular functions, which can improve our health and our longevity long-term. So um, anyway, so that's, uh, that's a couple of studies we, we uh, saw at, a, at one of the SRP events. I think actually you talked about that, Leonard, right? Yeah, yeah. We had a, we had a webinar on S, uh, SSRP. It's actually on, on YouTube on the, um, the science, the studies, the pathways behind low-dose leucine, like you said, um, you know, something as safe and inexpensive as uh, lower doses of leucine, they found to help decrease the amount of NAD needed to activate these genes that you're talking about that, that are known in some circles as the long on longevity genes, right? Most of uh, a lot, well, a lot of the anti-aging research um, resolves a, a lot a lot around, you know, the action or the downstream effects of what happens when sirtuins are increased in, in expression. And we see all types of things like helping with insulin resistance, helping with insulin sensitivity, improving fat oxidation, improving mitochondrial function um, with these downstream effects. And what, what was so interesting about the recent studies um, with lower doses of leucine was that what they were finding is that when you had lower dose of leucine, like anywhere between one and 1 1.5 grams, that it was decreasing the amount of NAD needed to activate these longevity genes, right? So these longevity genes, these search genes are NAD dependent, right? And meaning that it, NAD is necessary for the, the increased expression or for them to, to activate and um, have these downstream effects that are so beneficial. But what was so interesting is that leucine at low doses was decreasing the amount of NAD needed, right? And so once they found that, they started putting them together with other things that they found that increased the expression of, of sirtuins, right? So they started, they did a, they did a lot of preclinical work, but we actually have human studies in this. They did, uh, they did uh, a trial with low dose leucine and resveratrol, another thing that was known to have an effect on these anti-aging pathways. And what they found was that when they combined low doses of resveratrol and low doses of low dose leucine, uh, they found an improve in glucose dynamics, an improvement in insulin resistance. And the, what's interesting is that they did that study in pre-diabetics, pre which um, is a large, 
a portion of our population. I think it's something like 30 something million people are pre-diabetic and something around 80% of those people don't even realize that they're pre-diabetic. So this is, um, this is a large uh, subset of the population that it's improving these, these insulin and uh, glucose dynamics. The other thing that they've studied with low doses of leucine was with, uh, in weight management with B6. And they found that uh, leucine, low doses of leucine with uh, B6 improved uh, not only waist circumference, it improved uh, fat tissue loss. And so they, they did a, a study with obese patients and they found that the, the arm that had the low dose leucine and B6 um, was able to lose fat tissue. They, they, they recorded it uh, through a DEXA scan um, a lot faster than the placebo group. And they did that um, hypocaloric, meaning both, both arms of the study ate less food. Um, so they both lost weight and they both lost fat, fat tissue, but they found that the low dose leucine and B6 was losing it a lot faster. So really interesting human trials, right? There's a lot of things that we have seen preclinical and in, in animal trials that are very interesting that have gotten our attention, but now we're starting to see it uh, translate over in, into, into human trials. And the other thing that is very interesting is we see a lot of NAD precursors out there and we see um, anywhere from IV NAD drips to different NAD precursors. There's, there's NR, there's NMN, there's everybody's in a race to try to help improve these NAD levels because we all we all, we all disagree on a lot of things, but we probably all agree in the fact that NAD is very important and uh, being deficient or, or not being able to improve NAD levels is, is, uh, is going to be a problem. And so what they found, obviously, well, we already talked about the fact that if we use low-dose leucine, it decreases the amount of NAD needed to uh, increase the expression of these sirtuin genes. Well, now they're looking at, well, what if we you know, include low-dose leucine with some of these NAD precursors? Because if you look at the studies when it comes to NAD and NAD precursors, they used really high doses, like over a gram in a lot of these studies. But what's available to us over the counter, so, you know, I've seen companies selling anything from 50 to 100 milligrams to at the higher end, 250, you know, 300 milligrams. Um, so we're getting these smaller dosages. So are we able to um, elicit any type of effect um, now that we know that low doses of leucine is decreasing the amount of NAD needed to activate uh, or increase the expression of sirtuins, well, now this is really interesting because now these lower doses of uh, NAD precursors can actually be doing a lot more, potentially, right? So I think that there's some, some research there that hasn't been published yet, but we're definitely keeping an eye on it. Um, uh, we're seeing a lot of studies come out, human studies on NMN. Uh, an NAD precursor. We saw one come out with uh, pre-diabetic women where it was improving insulin sensitivity and helping glucose um, transport uh, into skeletal muscle uh, cells. So um, we're st it's starting to translate. There was one that just came out like a week ago. I have to dig in a little bit deeper, but it was talking about um, NMN improving uh, aerobic capacity. Um, it, it was a small trial and they found improvements at lower levels, not at like VO2 max, but um, there's, I think this is going to be happening every, you know, every couple of months, we're going to see a lot of trials coming out, but this pathway that we're stimulating when we're activating this, um, AMPK catabolic pathway is, is what is the same pathway that happens when we caloric restrict, right? When we start, when we, when we fast, when we exercise. So we know we're upregulating these pathways when, when we go out and we exercise, we're improving NAD, we're increasing AMP pathways. When we caloric restrict or we fast, we know we're, um, we're, we're activating this AMPK pathway, right? And so 
Now we know which compounds are also activating the same pathway. So this is what we're talking about when we're talking about putting a treatment plan or protocol or stack or whatever you want to call it together. And we're, let's say we're, we're, we're um, focused on something like fat loss or fat tissue loss. Well, we know these pathways that are dealing with that. And so now we can use different tools, not only uh, peptides like secretagogues that are improving fat oxidation, but we can use things like low dose leucine that we know is increasing this pathway. We could intermittent fast, which is also activating this pathway. We can move in the morning exercise, which we also know is activating this pathway. Now we're not just doing one thing. Now we're converging all these tools um, onto a specific pathway that's going to get to our goal, which is fat loss per se in this example. So um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cool things that we can do. And it's, it's really about how we put them together and how we um, incorporate exercise and nutrition. But um, if we do it the right way, or if somebody's working with somebody like you, that's thinking about all these things and traveling all over the place and understanding the cellular pathways behind all this, um, it could be a very, um, very potent uh, form of, of getting to your goals. Yeah, that's awesome, Leonard. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was great digging into the science on that. And that, you know, the presentation you did at that uh, was was excellent. And Leonard had a lot of really good graphs and some graph and some images um, showing some of the data and the science and uh, graphical representations of the differences in fat loss between these different cohorts. So uh, very cool to see that. So yeah, um, it's funny. I just <laughs> I should show you. I just did a whiteboard. I just did a, a little talk this morning on about AMPK and talked about some of these things. So um, yeah, I think that compound is gonna be really interesting. I'm trying it myself right now. And um, I'm actually trying to come up with some of my own nutritional and exercise protocols to uh, synergize with that. Like Leonard said, a lot of times when you put all these things together, one plus one plus one plus one, now it's gonna be equal to 20, you know, instead of 10. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I, I think uh, it'll be really neat to, to work. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to implementing some of these protocols. I'm, I'm trying to do protocol myself. And as I, I have a patient, like I mentioned earlier, that I'm going to be working on this as well. I think Leonard and I have both done some things in terms of mixing up fasting and different types of training uh, uh, templates throughout the week, even throughout the month and varying it in addition to using these compounds just to get that synergistic effect. So um, yeah, so I'm trying. So Leonard's company, BioH, has this uh, LDN resveratrol B6 combination and it comes in a powder form. And I've used, I'm using it right now uh, myself. And it's super easy to do, just throw it in with some water. Actually, I have my morning cocktail, I call it. I throw a whole bunch of stuff in to go, just mix it up and chug it, you know? So yeah. uh, super easy to do. And I'll let Leonard talk a little bit more about that, but that's, this is gonna be uh, part one. There's gonna be some other uh, cool protocols uh, we'll be implementing uh, that uh, Leonard's uh, company has come up with. I'm combining with a couple of my own. We're gonna be uh, working together on this too, to hopefully get some patients involved with this as well, coming up with some of these protocols. So Leonard, you wanna, Talk about some of your other uh, little teaser on some of your uh, your upcoming products, and then we'll 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 have a part two later. To talk about uh, something else, which is going to be cool too. Yeah, absolutely. So this what we've been talking about is more of a, a brain and body optimization, and and we've used it for weight loss. Obviously, if you're improving all these things, side effect is you're just going to lose a lot of weight, um, and um, especially using these these different products together. And like you said, we do. Um, we do have the, the low dose leucine product and we have two of them, one with resveratrol and B6, the same dosages in the study, and then one with NMN uh, because we, we really like NMN. Um, but as a, as a teaser for what we can potentially do in the future that we were talking about is, you know, this, these protocols we're talking about are more all around anti-aging longevity. Um, you, you will see weight loss, you will see decrease in fat tissue and increase in lean muscle um, working on these, working on these things. But there's very specific, you know, weight loss protocols and very specific um, medications that just got FDA approval 
that have shown some tremendous results, like 15% uh, reduction in, in body weight, which is like nothing ever seen before when it comes to, um, you know, FDA approved drugs for weight loss. So I think we can do something on that in the future and, and see how we can and work with, with, uh, with those. And, and the important thing is even something like this that I'm talking about, oh, there's a, an FDA approved medication that's, that's, that's doing uh, some great things when it comes to weight loss. Well, what happens when you accompany that with exercise, nutrition, and other compounds that synergistically uh, work together? You know, the, the results can be really explosive. So yeah, we could talk a little bit about more of that on the, on the next one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like Leonard said, I think it's a synergistic effect. And, and just to reiterate the, the power of, the, of what we were talking about earlier with the, the, the compound, like Leonard was talking about, a lot of these companies with the NMNs, NMR, or the NRs, um, it's hard. You have to get a pretty big dose to, to get a really sizable clinical effect. And unfortunately, that can be cost prohibitive for a lot of patients. These, these products are not cheap. So by enhancing that, by shifting that curve, so to speak, by enabling a lower amount, it makes this much more cost effective. I mean, I know a lot of my patients are concerned about cost and price. So this is a, a great way uh, to get a clinical effect in minimizing the side effects because of your, of, even if there are any, uh, by doing a lower dose, and it's just going to be much easier on the pocketbook. So, you know, because I have patients, I've done it myself, we're just was, you know, utilize like niacin, for example, instead of an NMN or an NR, dirt cheap, and it, and it can be effective, but this is just a, yet another tool um, to make it. So I just wanted to stress the importance of that. So um, yeah, so there's going to be some, uh, there's some the very cool protocols. Um, I'm going to be launching with some of my patients and Leonard's using with some of his uh, patients and uh, practitioners as well. And then there'll be, uh, and that's just part one, there'll be a part two come up and we'll, we'll touch on that on the next podcast. So Awesome, Leonard. Well, that was really cool. I appreciate that. Um, if you want to give a, a shameless plug to the name of your company again and your website, and then uh, we'll, we'll get ready for phase two. We'll do another podcast coming up soon. Sure. That was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I love talking about this stuff. Um, yeah, we're newbioh.com. What we do is we just help practitioners put protocols and uh, like things like this together, depending on what their practice is like. So maybe it might be focusing on weight loss. Maybe it's cognitive function or um, autoimmune, anything that has to do um, with anything that can be compounded or pharmacy related or putting a treatment plan or protocols together. That's what we like to do. Um, it's a lot of fun for us. And um, that's what we do at New BioAge. Awesome, man. Thank you, Leonard. Yeah, for all my patients and clients listening, you know, if you're interested, reach out to me and uh, we can get you on these protocols. These are pharmaceutical grade products. So we, they are prescriptions and uh, I'm happy to uh, get you started on one of these protocols uh, with New BioH and with and combined with some of the, the other lifestyle nutrition protocols I'm implementing. Uh, again, talk about that synergistic effect. So uh, tune in for the next one, guys. We'll dig in a little bit, bit deeper. So Leonard, thanks again, my man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.